listening to the KSR Football Podcast. Welcome in, everybody, to KS Bar and Grill for the KSR Football Podcast, where for the first time we got some people listening to us, Charles Walker, we Drew do. Franklin. Well, hopefully people listen to us, our podcast, just not in person. Yes, it's a little bit different. We're also joined by future New York Jets kicker, Austin McGinnis. Austin, great to have you on. I appreciate that. I, I'm, so I'm doing this thing now where that's just how I'm going to introduce you from now on so that it's, we incept it into reality. Okay. I'm all for it. it Did they have a bad kicking uh, Sunday? Yeah. They Did lost by one point, and they missed the extra point and a field goal. Well, Vinatieri missed two field goals and an extra point. So, yes, Austin McGinnis better than Adam Vinatieri. We said it, so it must be true. Uh, but we're here today, and we're excited because – we are only five days away from watching the Kentucky Wildcats beat the Florida Gators for the second straight season. And I don't know about you folks, but I am pretty excited to watch the Gators go down at the Krogue. You think it's happening? Are you picking it? No, no. See, here's the thing. I can't pick it because if I pick it, it won't got happen. You, got you. So we don't pick it, but we know that it's going to happen because, Austin, if, if you look at both of these teams, obviously Kentucky is the superior football team. Yeah. With uh, we got one big question mark though right now. Yeah, so um, that's it is who will be starting to tight end? Who will score the first touchdown? Uh, Ahmad Wagner, that one's easy. <laughs> that's who will get the first pi. Oh, definitely first drawn pass interference. Just slightly different, but that is the the ugly elephant in the room is that Kentucky starting quarterback Terry Wilson went down in third quarter with a. Pretty nasty injury. Like, it, not just your run-of-the-mill uh, blown knee. He's got a torn patellar tendon, six to nine months recovery time, out for the season, and the entire atmosphere at Kroger Field, like, you could just feel the life getting sucked out of it. Just everybody got punched in the gut at once when Terry went down because we knew right away that it wasn't going to be good, Drew Franklin. No, I, I was actually not at the game. I was watching on TV, and, I mean, you, even on the TV broadcast, you could just tell. Like, I, I mean, I know he was out for the year. You just knew. There was no chance there was going to be positive news coming out of it. You know, it took a day before we found out exactly what it was, but right. I think everybody knew in that moment that well, that was the end of Terry for the season. The worst part that I had is that my friends were, like, at home, like, Man, it didn't even look that bad. Like, I went back and rewinded it, and it, it didn't look that bad. Like, you couldn't really see anything. But just his reaction at the moment, like, that. <sighs> yeah, you didn't even have to see his leg on the play. You just had to see how he was laying there. Right, What right. they were doing to it, the cart coming out. You knew that wasn't just a 
you know, a one or two week thing. It wasn't as gruesome as other injuries That's can true. be. So it's just kind of like, what happened? And then he just stayed down, which is never a good sign. So it it, it stinks. Uh, he's obviously going to be out for quite some time. But as Stu's pointed out uh, in his Monday press conference, you know, this isn't something that people can't come back from. Our boy, D, Your boy D. West did, in fact, come back from it, still ran a 4-3-4 at the NFL Combine. His explosiveness was still there. Now, it took him a year. He was sidelined. He missed a complete entire season. Mm-hmm. But he was able to come back and replay. So, Terry's time is not done at Kentucky. No, I guess if there's any good news, it happened early in the season. So, he has yes. optimal recovery time, but obviously we'd like him healthy. Now, bad news. He already Terry had a was red shirt year, so he can't. <clears throat> no, and he five was to play four, right? No matter, even though his last red shirt wasn't medical. Yes, so apparently you can only get your medical red shirt if you use your first one for medical. So. So you, okay. So he he didn't use that freshman year at Oregon for a medical reason, so he can't go back and get another year. So it's a bummer, but we'll get Terry's last hurrah in 2020, and I think everybody's immediate reaction is. <clears throat> so where do we go next? And it's a guy by the name of Sawyer Smith. Yeah, well, I was going to say, what if Terry answer. comes back next year to back up 10-win Sawyer Smith? It could happen. Why not? Does Sawyer Smith have another year? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So maybe We're Sawyer Smith. We're creating a 2020 quarterback controversy already. Hey, Steve, Drew Barker wasn't winning that job back from Steven Johnson. Which I'm ba- confident in Sawyer Smith, especially uh, Mr. Roush here. Posted some old Troy game tape on KSR today. Mm-hmm. Got to see him throw it around. And he, run. Yes. And run. Sawyer Smith, good at running, too. He, he slings it. He, he's got a cannon for an arm. I kind of like that. Well, He's going to make some bad throws, but, but he I seems, don't think he is, though. If, wasn't there a, a screen where he could have thrown it and they kind of jumped it so he just bombed it out of bounds? No, we're right talking the about there's a couple yeah. of deep balls that he just absolutely bombed, and it's like, well, if he's missing, he's missing 100 miles an hour. Well, yeah, but that shows that he, he has the football IQ to realize, you know, right off the bat, all right, they jumped this screen. I, I'm just going to bomb it out of that bounds. That was a, a, a good play. For uh, a backup? Just I mean, that was a mountains. smart play. What that was a veteran play. Uncle Rico it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, and that's the best part is that when in doubt, he just chucks it deep. If, That's if a Mount great attitude. down there, I love that. <laughs> and the thing is, is like he has the wide receivers. That might be the best thing that they do. They go up and catch 50-50 balls. Like I said, 10 win Sawyer Smith. So 15 win. Well, I guess. 13. Who gets, still, who gets, is this like a baseball where since Terry played majority, yes. he gets the win still? All he, right. he, 13 well, win Sawyer Smith. Yeah, he, so Terry – his stat line, 12-3, and three, best start to a Kentucky quarterback's career since Bay Pirelli. Wow. College football Hall of Famer. So, go ahead and write uh, Terry Wilson down, college football Hall of Famer. Uh, I don't know if that I'm ready to give him that yet, but he, I guess he's on his way. He's on his way. Um, it, minor setback, major comeback. That's what many people are saying. Uh, but back to Sawyer. You can still do the entire offense – that you put in. I know people worry like, oh, are we going to have to change everything up? Chuck, when, when Drew Barker goes down in 2016, you're a junior who's st- just now starting his Heisman campaign. I think this is two games probably before you became Drew Franklin's favorite receiver. And so what, what happens when you realize, like, all right, we got to go to Steve. It's, he, he's, he hasn't been here long, but we got to go to Steve. 
what's the reaction like inside the locker room? Are you throwing the playbook in the garbage, or is it we're just doing things a little bit differently? Well, there's two different things. One, <clears throat> luckily with Steve, you know, he did have the legs. Um, so our offense, and he had the arm, so our offense wasn't um, any different. I do think that Sawyer can run, yes. He's not going to be as big a threat as Terry was. But he still can run, so I don't think we switched the offense up. Right. If we had, you know, old boy that transferred, then we would have had to switch the offense up. Yes. That's a whole other discussion. So uh, Stephen did a really good job, though, of taking over the locker room. You know, when he got crowned starting QB, vocally he became that leader that the quarterback's supposed to be. So hopefully, you know, Sawyer is in the locker room this week going, hey, I got you all, and then – we have other leaders that will say, no, we have you. Go play your game. Don't try to do anything crazy. Mm-hmm. Just manage it. Be the quarterback. And when you have a shot, take a shot. When you don't need a shot, check it down, Manage the game. Manage the game. And, and, you know, that's part of, I think, what people, you know, they might, they might look at my film room post and be like, oh, man, guy's got a cannon. He ran at 57 yards in Nebraska. Those physical tools are very important, but – when it comes to the locker room and leading the huddle. Nobody sees it but the team. And he had to do this last year. So that that long run he had against Nebraska, that was when he was the, like, change-up guy. Like, they would kind of throw in him from time to – you know, give him a drive or two. He can run it a little bit better. He was their change-of-pace guy. But halfway through the year last year, they're trying to win the Sun Belt, and their, their guy who, ironically, his last name was Barker too, goes down with a knee injury, has to miss a receipt. So he has to step in. Be the leader. He's done it before, Austin. And I, I think that's incredibly valuable that not only the coaches have had to do this before, but also Sawyer Smith has had to do this before. Yeah, I think it showed he's just a confident young man. The first throw he makes is a beautiful fade and just goes the distance. And so I think it's a unique situation to get a transfer that is coming right from playing. Like he didn't even wait till he was replaced again. He came straight from being the starter to transferring to Kentucky to be the backup again. So, I mean, I can't. You know, There's no no downtime. Yeah, no downtime. So he's <laughs> confident. He's ready to go. He's from Florida, and he's first so he's a game. Juice boy. First game, you're Pain getting handle. the Gators. I mean, you can't draw it up much better for a little storybook if he wants to play well. And, how, no, no, go on, go on. Well, I'm, how go about on. he's building a touchdown pass to Amai Wagner and then a first and goal fade to Lynn Bowden. Oh, yeah. Who are going to be his two, you know, my guess is top receivers on Saturday. So he has that chemistry built up. You know, all this week they're going to work on timing, et cetera. I'm calling a UK dub, which I did at the beginning of the season. So. Oh, yeah. Nothing's changed for you yeah, at all, Charles changed. Walker. But uh, what, what I do think is crazy, his first pass attempt at Troy, 47-yard touchdown pass. His he's first big pass on attempt a statement. at Kentucky, 54-yard touchdown pass. No big deal. What a baller. My man must shine in the big moments. He's about to have a big moment here in uh, five days. And, you, you, and like you said, Austin, you need somebody who's got confidence because – you can't beat Florida playing timid. No. T- Terry showed us that last year. He wasn't afraid to let it fly. This is going to be the biggest game of his career, obviously, but it will be interesting to see not having the X factor that Terry did where he can scramble. And he can just – because there's plays where – I think he can keep plays alive, though. You had a couple. There's a difference between keeping plays alive and having the X factor of where Terry will just hit like a backward spin out of nowhere. And <laughs> Like yeah. he did that a couple times, and that's avoiding a big sack where you're going to have to punt the ball. So, so it will be it, interesting that dynamic. If we're like rating just one out of ten, I know Madden and NCAA do one out of 99, 
But let's say escapability, Terry was an 8.5. He's probably a 6.5 or 7 because he can keep – that's pretty damn good. Yeah, he can keep the ball alive. He has experience running RPOs. And I think that's really important in this offense is to be able to run RPOs and keep the option alive to where he can run it. Like defenses have to play him honestly. They have to honor him. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he's going he's gonna to pull one and get a nice little gain on Florida. He's a big boy. It's going to be on a nice third Let's five, not forget, two. he's got the best offensive line in the SEC in front of him. That helps. Three of them named SEC whatever of the week. Yeah, uh, Lane and Young. And then uh, what, what did I see? Was it pro football focus where they did their all-SEC team for the week? And three of them made it? Yeah, uh, Stenberg and Fortner. It's three, pretty good. Three of the five offensive linemen with the top weeks in the SEC were UK players. Yeah, speaking of that, I don't know how we're not ranked. I fully expected us to be, like, <laughs> yeah. number 25 going into this game. And well, I'm they just, got up to 27 in the coaches' poll. Well, that's not Close. good enough. We need, Sniffing at it. I want to see the little 25 on my TV when I'm okay, watching. Okay, yeah. Uh, maybe one more week. There is nothing like uh, that. Right yeah, now, it just adds a little to it. Right now, as we do the most popular football show uh, in Kentucky. In America? There's another football show going on. It's the Mark Stoops Collins show. Oh, really? Yes. And uh, Terry Wilson is on right now. I, I just saw oh, him on a wow. Twitter device. Oh, so he's – uh, talking to the fans, saying his spirit's still high, and that he's going to coach these boys up and be ready Man. for a comeback. So, so he'll be on the cool sideline. Him. Obviously, you know, he's got to be yeah. in a pretty big funk right now for him to make public appearance and talk about it. I think that shows what kind of man he was. Yeah. And I wouldn't do that. I'd be at home crying. It, Binge it, eating. That's, that's what – he was really starting to play well in that game too. His stats weren't great, but that's because some receivers decided – they read their headlines in week one. And started, you know, dropped a couple of those passes. But even running the ball, he, he, he was doing much better in the read option. That's what really just stinks about all of this is he had some haters last year, and he was really starting to prove them wrong. Honestly, and I mean, I hate to dwell on it, and obviously the dude that, that did horse collar him didn't do it on purpose. Right. But I think that's what you get when you kind of have some of these teams that don't have the coaching that Power Five conferences do have, and they don't have the players that, you know, maybe know. And that's weird to say, but I just kind of when you play some lollipop teams, you get some lollipop players that are yeah. playing overly aggressive and just trying to like be a hero. Kind of, so and I don't know. I'm not wording it right, but did he grab him? You. He grabbed him like in the sleeve of the jersey is what it looked like because it wasn't a traditional-looking horse collar. Yeah, so he, like, his left hand kind of grabs him by the side, and he knows he can't tackle him, so he just grabs him kind of by the name and numbers. Yeah. And that – An experienced player swipes the feet, and if they don't get it, it's like, all right. Exactly. He bested me. Right. I guess sloppy play. You know, when you play sloppier teams, you get sloppy play. Yeah, that, that's that's kind of maybe lazy – in Eastern Michigan, there, Drew, the, the, I've, I've loved all of the, like, antics that they had. Like, uh, the, the Why didn't they shake our hands? What was with that? Yeah, are they, are they trying to create a, a beef that's not there? I, I think so. Well, they're We're going to go out and not shake their hands. That'll show them. Um, yeah, well, you just got your ass kicked. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot we're on the speakers. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. The children I was here. in here during trivia night, and Ron Lemon said the words you're not supposed to say on, t- like, TV or radio. He said them like through the microphone during trivia night. I Thank don't. You, sir, sorry uh, to our listeners. I just got my salmon salad. I'm gonna have to being eat. Being healthy, while, uh, getting looks really uh, good. You on your wedding diet. I am. Man, that looks really good. You can eat healthy here. People forget that. You're gonna need more than a knife. But yeah. We, we all got salads tonight. 
bit. Four salads. I think I started well, the trend. You know, it's, it's the season, and it's all about staying in shape. We got, we got ten more games ahead. I'm not going to sit here and just binge eat wings and ice cream, even though I did that yesterday like last here. Year. Yeah. <laughs> I watched the NFL here yesterday, oh. and I did not eat healthy. So I, that, how great was it to be able to just be fat and, like, drink beer and eat terrible food and watch football on Sunday? I didn't drink beer, but I ate lots of fattening foods. I think that's really why America loves football is because, like, it just gives me the excuse to sit on my couch all day long. Now, now I don't feel guilty. Now, you're, like, not – did you not – like, do you have a cheat day? Did you – was yesterday a cheat day? Or are you strictly not eating, like, uh, a, a fatty? He's are on you, the TB12. I am on the TB12. But is there no cheat days in the TB12? So, is that I keto mean, or what is the TB12? No, it's not keto. It's just, like, all real foods, like, no, oh. nothing processed, basically. So, I mean – Is beer processed? I don't. I mean, you can drink a beer; it's not going to kill you. Like, if that's the thing about like diets or eating healthy, if you're that strict, you're going to fail because you're going to as soon as you fail once, you're like, oh, I failed. But if so you I'm done. go like eighty twenty, then like you're like, okay. oh, I just majority I eat healthy. This meal I didn't. I don't okay. feel as great after. I'm going nice. to be healthy again. So, so that begs the question though: Did do you still like? Did did you spend all of your twenty on NFL Sunday doing nothing on the couch watching games? Well, yesterday I coached kickers. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I got my little studs coming up. Nice, nice. One of them goes to the best high school in America, correct? Yeah, sales. Yep, one of my kickers, uh, <laughs> Jeff Sexton at St. X, committed to Princeton. Very proud of that. Nice. Man, just coach Matt. Are you like his handler, like when the stories come out through like interviews, we talk to his handler, Austin McGinnis? Yeah, you don't interview him without asking okay. me the questions first. Okay, good, good. Pre-approved by Austin McGinnis. Yeah. Makes sense, you know. You got you to you know, put your guys in the right situation. Put them in a situation to succeed. Yeah, so if your uh, son wants to be a kicker, um, you can find the link on my Instagram or Twitter, and I'll oh, be happy go. to coach them up. Free plug. Boom. Yeah, free plug. Yeah. Helping the kids, really. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's not for me. It's, it's for them. for the kids. Um, Drew, I shouldn't have talked so much trash about your Titans yesterday. Best team in football ever. History. 85 Bears. Or second. You, both of your teams are like the best teams ever right now. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. And to be honest, I was really bummed with my Titans. We have a great kicker, uh, but he got hurt right before the season started, after the preseason, and they made a, a quick sign without calling someone on the show. And I'm, I was pretty upset about well, it. Well, you the think way they, they would have Cleveland, consulted with you first? I mean, it, just a simple DM, like, Hey, Drew, is that friend of yours? He's still around? I would have been like, yeah, of so course. Still, or a simple, like, is this okay? Can we do this? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. just get permission. That's <laughs> disrespectful. I, I agree. Oh, man. You need to be, like, their super fan. You're, like, one face I tattoo am away. I super fan. Well, from being nationally recognized. <laughs> oh, <okay>. super fan. <laughs> yeah, you have to, like, throw away all of your ambitions to be a super fan. I don't have ambitions. My ambition is to be the super fan. Okay. Well, all you, right. You, you can be the KSR Football Podcast super fan. Okay, I am that. Okay. And I'm a super fan of us covering the spread in week one and week two. Covering Cats. Four games in a row Cats have covered. When's the last time that happened? It's only happened one other time under Stoops. Well, we're going to make it five. You're about to make it five. Cats are – Cats money line's about to cover. Did I see it was nine and a half? Yeah, I think it's, it's bet down to eight and a half right yeah, now. Yeah, it was 11. But it, it, it jumped, what, two points whenever they found out that Terry Wilson was going to be out. So – Vegas only thinks it's a two-point difference with Sawyer Smith in the game because they know that Troy is a football quarterback-making factory. All right, back to 
injuries. I'm sick of talking about ours. What is up with Ooh. Florida's? See, that's people forget that everybody gets hurt. Uh, everybody does. Jake Bentley out for the year, so Kentucky won't get to play him for the eighth straight season, unfortunately. I'm actually literally – I'm bummed because I wanted, I wanted to beat him I like more us time. against them – with him start. I don't I mean this Helensky guy. He might Golinski, be better. What is it? Is yeah. it Hill? Helensky? Yeah. Yeah, I mean I don't I He might want be better. Jake Bentley. <laughs> exactly. Get give me more Jake Bentley, but he had surgery. He's out for the year. And more pressing matters of also Tommy uh Frazier at Mississippi State, who Kentucky was looking at to fill the Sawyer Smith role. They initially looked at him. He got hurt uh last week as well at Miss State and didn't finish the game. I I don't know his status moving forward. I didn't see the update today. Um, but the most pressing one is Florida's best cornerback, C.J. Henderson, one of the best in the SEC, is out. For the listeners, corner as in DB, correct? Yes, okay. yes. Very, like, they, he's the, I'm going to put him on your best guy and go shut him down for the game. He's out. Isn't Kadarius Tony out? Yeah, their most he's, explosive offensive player. He's considered doubtful, um, I believe, which is basically like, He's going to have to, have, you know. He'll play hurt. Yeah, maybe, maybe, though. Doubtful's like they're, like, most likely not playing. Either way, Kadarius Tony, very good. He He's the one who makes Felipe Franks look like an, like an average quarterback. Because, like, we were watching it at uh, the bar here during our party in that opener against Miami. Felipe Franks, like, he doesn't have to throw it downfield. He just throws a screen to Tony, and Tony busts it for a 60-yard touchdown. He was their Wimboden. The guy that they played at Wildcat quarterback, a guy that they would line up and run the ball. They do those little fun sweeps where you toss it straight ahead. They do all that, and he's out. So Florida, two huge losses. I mean, do two huge losses equate one Terry Wilson? I don't think so because Terry Wilson was on his way to an All-American type performance. Heisman. Yes, Heisman performance. But it's still a huge loss to Franklin and one that I think Kentucky can take advantage of. Yeah, and you don't want to see injuries. We're obviously not terrible humans like that. But when it pops up, you're like, meh, okay. You know, we're down a quarterback. They're down a running back. Yeah. Fight. We're it's down football. a cornerback. Well, it does seem like through my, I guess, first three years and Austin's first, you know, three or four, we would always have the injuries, and then every other team would be healthy. And then, like, the week after we played them, it would, they would – someone would get hurt or yeah. – their best player would be suspended, and it seemed like UK never got – not lucky, but just never had what other SEC schools never had. Never caught the big break. Never caught the break. Or someone would be out for four did, games, and then we play that, that team through. the fifth game. No, I didn't mean that in a the, pun In a pun way. way? Okay. It sounded like you did that. No, I did not mean it that okay. way. Okay. This is a good salmon salad, by the way. Highly recommend. It's, it's a thick piece of salmon, too. Yeah, that was caught out of uh, Lake Cumberland. Really? Mm-hmm. Impressive. Yeah. Home, Kentucky proud. Yeah. That, that, that not processed there, Austin McGinnis. TB12. Love it. Which, by Love the way, it. are the Patriots, they're winning the Super Bowl, right? Oh. I mean, I'll be damned if they don't. I mean. I mean, the Super Bowl goes, goes through Nashville this year, but I do think if I were to pick a second team, probably my, my Cowboys, my other team. Cowboys <laughs> did look good. <laughs> That's the, that's the wifey team coming into the family. You're about to have the split yep. license plate, Man. split house flag, divided. house divided, yeah, all I, that. I, I'm sure they make plenty of Titans, Cowboys, house divided fights. I'm sure it's out there. Man, but New England, they completely curb stomped Pittsburgh, and they didn't even have 
Antonio Brown. Yeah, they're getting Antonio Brown. And you know what? Rob Gronkowski in about 10 weeks might be like, you know what? This might be fun. Let's go and play for this team. So they just didn't play without a tight end. All I mean, they played with the fullback. They didn't play with the tight end the whole game. They Julian were, Edelman played basically as their tight end. Yeah, he just he's ate sick. in the he's slot. Crazy. Yeah, he just ate him with speed instead of size. Speaking of eating, can we talk about Ben Roethlisberger? Who? That neck How was is he big. still an athlete? <laughs> and he didn't throw one nice long ball. He didn't How even throw he? It wasn't even 50-50 balls. It was just he would overthrow his receiver by five yards. He – he does not look like someone that should be playing in an NFL game. No, no. not a quarterback. Like he, he, he let himself go. When they talk about like drop, like he doesn't drop back. He just, it's like Byron Leftwich just kind of standing there, injured, just like trying to, just sling it without moving at all. I used to be a big Leftwich guy. Yeah. Roethlisberger said, "Whatever Tom Brady does, I'm gonna do the opposite." <laughs> He's on the uh, only process. Roethlisberger, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, He's uh, on that, uh, that chunky Donovan McNabb uh, Campbell soup. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, Tom Brady watches film? Not going to watch film this year. <laughs> um, speaking of teams that can't do anything right, Tennessee Volunteers, Drew Franklin, before you take that bite. Sorry. Um, I don't want to be that guy that enjoys my rival's misery more than my own team's victories. And your dad's I'll, favorite team. I'll say it. I care more about Tennessee losing this past weekend <laughs> than I did Kentucky winning. It was the happiest that's I've so, ever been. I can been say that for both weeks. Losing $10. Like, that's a – I'll happily lose my small wager to watch Tennessee crumble. I didn't bet on it. Um, I saw people picking Tennessee. I don't know why after they lost to Georgia State. Well, all the bounce-back games, Purdue yeah, and Missouri. Tennessee, they yeah, said. yeah, yeah. Huh, fair enough. I, I didn't talk to my father for 24 hours. I let it – I let it marinate a little bit, but then we had a little family gathering, and I got right to the point at, uh, last <laughs> night at dinner. He's all right, but, man, they're they're bad. Ba- like, bad. And I really think the program's not ever coming. But this is like the sixth coach to suck. Like, at some point, you're just never going to be Could good be again. Could be like, well, we just suck. They're talking about, like, Phil Fulmer. Isn't that his name coming back? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm like, oh, gosh. When you get desperate. He's the AD, and he's going to have to fire Pruitt. Did you see the picture of, of their AD sitting there during Pruitt's press conference? And, I mean, you can just tell he kind of has that old Tennessee. And you, you don't even – you don't hear him talk, but you know he has that accent that you yeah. would suspect him to have. He just he looks kind of mad all the time. last yeah. game as really? Tennessee's coach. It's a very sad moment for everyone he, there the, but me. The problem is, though, if he becomes the football coach, who fires him when they still suck? I don't know. Who do they have this week? Uh, Chattanooga. Chattanooga. So oh, please lose that. That one. might be a game. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, when when your head coach is comparing your program to the Titanic. Yeah, how about that? That was the analogy he went with. <laughs> I, I mean, love it. I love it so he's much. He's like a, the he he said because guys decided to transfer after the game because they stink, and he's like, well, it's like it's like the guys who j- jump ship off the Titanic. Like, yeah, you get out of there. Who wants to stay on the Titanic? You'll die. He's they were really the high on him, too. Like, he was supposed to be a, a good, solid yeah, hire. They, he was like their 14th option, and they all <laughs> talked themselves into how great he is. Yeah. After everyone told them no. Oh, they're bad. Yeah. The, the, so, who's worse, though? Or is Tennessee worse or is Florida State worse? That would be a good game. Tennessee. Because Florida, Florida State at least State's won. Bad, <laughs> they, they at least beat Louisiana Monroe. It took overtime and a missed PAT, but at least they won. Whereas Tennessee just crumbled down the stretch. But, Chuck, we can't let Florida State be this bad. They have to, like, win some games. Because we, we can't even get rid we of Taggart this quickly. We can't because you know who they're going to gun for. 
man that has his contract extended to what 2025 yes he's earning was 400 extra and then he gets his compensation after he wins yeah. nine games versus winning seven yeah i think he'd man be, that goes by the name of mark stoops i think he'd be dumb to take that job because they clearly suck yes. he's a slow rebuild their fans are going to want it immediately or they're going to turn on him in two years right as opposed to here he can coach till he's 90 if he wants right where the expectations like he saw bob like they would get mad at a nine-win season at oklahoma you know like so i think he would there would maybe be some talks but hopefully he'd be wise enough to rationally be like okay this is going to take some time i still have to beat clemson every year even when i'm at my best and they're a wagon right now it's hard enough to beat georgia hopefully that rationale comes to play because I'm sure he remembers how hard those first three years were. Yeah, I definitely think he does. And he's finally kind of got us established where recruiting is getting a little easier because you're winning games and the expectations aren't as high. And I also like that his brother stayed so long at Oklahoma because it kind of set a precedent. Like, you don't have to jump around. <clears throat> you could stay at Kentucky for a while because <laughs> already sixth year. I mean, that's a pretty long time. Seven. Facilities are awesome. This is seven, right? Yeah, this yeah. is seven. This is, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a long time. Yeah. Lexington's awesome. Right. Tallahassee, you know, he, it's Panhandle. Who he wants to be in the Panhandle? He parks in the fire lane at Starbucks and nobody does anything. Why would you give that up? Tallahassee, they Can't might tow that at Starbucks. That's a great perk that nobody talks about enough. I mean, Austin can admit to this. I don't think I've ever seen him without a Starbucks cup of coffee in his hand. Especially mean, in meetings. Maybe at practice, yeah, you'll catch him without it. But meetings, it's like he's, he's – I think he's sponsored by Starbucks. I think he just – Peas coffee, <laughs> <laughs> straight cold brew. Oh man. Well, let's circle, let's circle back to Kentucky because, I, obviously, everybody focused on what happened with Terry in that game, but there was a lot of other things that happened, and I briefly mentioned it earlier. Best thing you saw? Best thing I saw? Smoke, smoke on the water. Good answer. Fire in the sky. Dude is burning and turning, and. A.J. Rose can't be fumbling at the one or no. Kavase Smoke's getting his carries. It's going to be Smoke's team if A.J.'s not careful. And A.J.'s been great outside of the fumble. I mean, he's made some big plays too. But Smoke, every time he touches the ball, you kind of scoot up in your seat because you're not sure what he's about to do. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Fumble. Somebody broke something. Even, like, <laughs> the thing that's great, like, the coaches told Chris Rodriguez, they're like, you fumbled twice? All right, buddy, you're not getting a carry at this game. So – they have the luxury of, oh, you're not doing what we're telling you to do? All right, well, we're playing the other guy. And that's what I do think is going to be nice is I think they will kind of keep keep rotating kind of throughout the year to change things up. But kind of like in 2016, Chuck, they're going to be running the ball more than they were throwing it now that you're breaking into a quarterback. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think that that's the way that they're going to start the game. But when you have – C.J. Henderson, who's 6'1", 202. Oh, somebody, somebody has notes. Somebody has notes. He's not finally, playing, Chuck. We finally, just, someone just, showed up. Henderson's not playing? That's who we just talked about not playing. So then who's the other corner? Some other six-foot dude? Yeah, some other six. Yeah. All right. It's got to be six-foot. <laughs> somebody Marco, has old notes. Then Marco Wilson, who's six-foot, 190, and you have Ahmad Wagner, 6'5", 234. Why not throw it up to him? Especially when you have a quarterback that loves to throw touchdown passes. Okay, counterpoint, Florida has a very good pass rush. Now, they're, they, the teams they've had to rush against, Miami, we could play offensive line at Miami. 
So they got ten sacks. I could not play offensive line in Miami. I don't know, man. If you if we if you could switch over the chicken finger salad, okay, might be able to play the offensive line in Miami. They they were completely in a they're terrible offensive line. So you can like th- those stats. I think are a little bit skewed. Jabari Zaniga and Jonathan Grenard are good. Uh, Jonathan Grenard, good. He's good. I mean, I hate him on social media because he always still says you can't got no players. But. Right. Also, he's a Louisville player. He has no like. He lost when he had Lamar Jackson on his team to Kentucky. That's he can. Oh, he was on the team that fumbled. Yeah. Oh, he shouldn't be talking anything. Exactly. Who does he think he is? I Come mean, on, in that can. first game, he was his presence was was seen. And I think he is good. But Wayne and Young also good. I agree with that. So that, SEC offensive lineman of the week. Yes. So that's at least the counterpoint because because Florida does have a a potent. That's probably the best part of their defense in. That's what Todd Grantham does a lot. He's just going to – if I have one worry about Sawyer Smith, Austin, it's that Todd Grantham from Florida, he blitzes his ass off. And Sawyer's got to be ready to get rid of it quick because he's going to be seeing stuff he's just never seen. Before. You want to know why you get rid of it quick? C.J. Henderson's backup is Jaden Hill, a true freshman that is 6 feet 167. So, sorry, a true freshman that is six feet tall and yep. weighs 167 pounds How many stars versus got? a senior that Zero. is 6'5", 234. Throw it up to him. Throw it up to him ten times. Man. Ten times a game. Yeah, they need right to do now. what we did with Lynn this game of just feeding him, but Ahmad Wagner, just even if they know it's coming, just throw it up. He's so big and he's yeah. fast. We've had a lot of fun joking about how he gets these calls, but seriously, it's every single time you – I don't know why they don't just run it over and over. Yeah, force it. it force it At least it there. just once to yeah. get stopped. And the thing is, too, is we, we mentioned Henderson because he's the big one. But I, I can't rattle them all off. But Florida has had a ton of injuries and off-the-field issues in their secondary where, like, they're probably down to, like, I got to imagine it's down to, like, six scholarship guys. They're running thin. So maybe you're right, Chuck. Maybe you keep going in it. Maybe you don't have to stick to the ground and pound. I mean, obviously, Florida. that's Eddie Grant's offense. He loves running the ball, and you need a run game to establish a pass game. You need a pass game to establish a run game. So I don't think we're going to throw the ball, you know, 80 times and run at 20. But we've been <clears throat> letting our QBs throw the ball, and it's worked out for us. So I think we are going to throw the ball despite having a – quarterback that is an experienced quote unquote quote unquote even though we do have a quarterback experience yeah it's our pass protection different. has been great yes this is the best i've seen it i know we haven't played a team like florida but it's been good it's nice when your quarterback can sit back on third down and kind of read a defense and like oh wait my second guy's in there let me hit alan daly across the middle alan daly big fan of that dig route yeah pretty good at it he, he did drop one last week but i will say that is if we're going to have some, some downsides of the game, the receivers in the first half, Drew, yeah, not very good. We bragged after week one about how no drops for the first time in the history of Kentucky football. Right. Kind of had some drops and some fumble issues in week two. Got yeah. a little too carried away with their first game. Yeah. I still think they'll be all right. I mean, Bowden, I don't think he's going to play. I mean, he had a great game. He had how many mistakes? Just a couple. Seven, two, he had seven catches. But he had a couple drops in the fumble. Probably two. Yeah, I don't think that will be a, a recurring theme for him. Uh, just chalking it up to his, uh, one bad game. I think we see more of how they played in week one than in week two. He uh, he was doing that thing where he was 
it was almost like Benny's sophomore year when he was trying to make a big play every run. Wynn was trying to do too much. He's doing a lot of that dancing, Austin. Yeah, he's he feels the need to show out kind of like be the leader of the team I think and he just kind of needs to just play his position and do his job don't overextend himself because he's he's made a few kind of boneheaded errors like on that punt that he fielded at like, yeah. the two yard line but he's a gamer he's like what Drew said I would never worry about Lynn Bowden like when it comes to this Florida game he was probably going to play his best game of the season well and uh, Charles you probably had to deal with that too where you're such a great athlete and such a big playmaker it's hard to dial it back in you know you just want to get touchdowns every single time you touch the ball. I mean, the best part about Lynn is that he can extend plays. Obviously, we've seen that. But we've also seen him extend plays slash, you know, run for 100 yards when he only went north seven yards. Right. So that's something that, you know, he's gotten better at. And But it, it showed up a from, little bit And it showed week, up yeah. from last week. And I hate to say it, I hope he doesn't do it this week, but with – Terry being out, you know, he's one of those leaders that, that right now is maybe thinking, all right, I'm going to have to have the best game of my life. I'm going to have to do, you know, make four people miss and, and go for 80 mm-hmm. when really just catch that ball, get your five yards, and guess what, second and five versus second and ten. That's what I, I think Wagner has done well, though, is when he catches those stop routes, he just gets upfield. And, dude, Keaton Upshaw, holy crap. Yeah. That play was stupid. Uh, I'm starting to think maybe Vince meant Keaton Upshaw all summer when he was talking about how great his tight end is. I mean, we knew like Riggs Upshaw good. was going to be good, and Riggs but is Upshaw. good, but I'm starting to think Upshaw's the guy. My good, I mean, he there was like four guys trying to tackle him, and he just kept plowing away for like more yards. Yeah. That was so awesome. What he's, a beast. He's a little bit bigger than that old 88, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think they had to stretch your old jersey to get that one on him. Probably. Even though I was jacked. <laughs> So I wonder what they do though, like with the Rick's old ADA. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, well, TK I may, probably I saves may or it may for not have snagged a couple, oh. couple of those guys. Cough, cough. Yeah. Which, by the way, still don't have an awesome again to sign up here at KS Bar. We're working on it. Okay. He's we, donating some stuff. He just doesn't know it yet. Okay, good. Good job, we're, Austin. We're waiting Thanks on that for XF, donating. We're waiting on that XFL jersey to put up. That would be sick. Yeah. I would add some character in here, you know, XFL. I'm really some rowdiness. It needs to be like in a rowdy corner. We don't have enough XFL stuff in here. No, we do not. Actually, at our radio studio, we have some Alliance pennants. We got a Memphis Express one. Hey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was obviously my team. Because oh. Yes, of course. Patty Tolls texted me today. Really? He's, he's names in the XFL yeah. draft. Nice. He's he was the at the mix. game this weekend. Yeah, he said that he's probably not going to be one of the eight first quarterbacks that are drafted, but hopefully he should get picked up and be in I position. I saw he was doing that. I was wondering how if he's even – I mean, I'm sure he stayed in shape, but like football shape, I wonder where he is because he went off to LSU and lived the normal life there for a little while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm excited to see him give it another try. I think he's been back in Paris training quarterbacks, kind of like I trained kickers and gotcha. working a little bit. I think there's going to be a lot of U.K. guys in the XFL. Yeah. Uh, Darius West never ended up on a team. JJ. Bunchy. He'd get one of my first calls. Did Bunchy, is he, got, he got picked up on a practice call, right? Did he? I don't know. I Did mean, he? I would assume. Not I mean, I he, saw. Yeah. I, I saw CJ was back last weekend. He's on a practice squad. Yeah, CJ's got on Got to it. come to Lexington. Saw Randall Cobb scoring touchdowns, not in a Green Bay Packers uniform. Looked good. That was weird. It's kind of weird. 
I mean, he looks good awesome. in it, but it's just weird. I mean, to go from one of America's teams to another one, it's just it's bizarre. I feel uh, like that's he, his third. Kentucky is also America's team. Oh, yeah. people forget that. Randall yeah. Cobb made so many Kentucky fans Packers fans, I feel like, and now they're like, well, what do we do now? <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> they're like, we're busted as being bandwagon fans. Yeah. Do we keep riding this out? Uh, I'm a, Tim Couch made me a bandwagon Browns fan, so it finally paid off 20 years later. Are you saying you're a Browns fan now? or what, yeah. Where are you going with that? He was wearing a Baker jersey yesterday. It was Bra- no, it was Tim Couch. Oh, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. If the Browns don't turn it around in the second game, then they're going to start getting so much shade thrown at them for the beer they chugs. Already, they already the, are. I'll, no, I'll give them another game because they, yeah, they, they did acted. Play the, they played the Jets, though. so like They played the best team the, in football. They'll be fine. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So you got to give them a week to, to exhale a little bit. Uh, well, I don't know. Are they showing – Tom Brady and his stupid Super Bowl rings. How, that picture of him, when did – he was fat once upon a time? That was weird. That was weird. His, like, facial complexion didn't even look the same. Like he, <laughs> that was when he was on that Roethlisberger. <laughs> True. <laughs> oh, I see a Titan shirt coming in. Oh, Everybody knows. That, that's got to be a bizarre before and after, too. Like, it looks like he's – like, that is a perfect TB12. Like, if you didn't know it, that's a Nutrisystem, like, commercial, a before and after. <clears throat> or, like, uh, one is of those – Is Dan Golick, is that the one that's on, that's on all of them? Mike Golick? Mike Golick. Yeah. 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 I lost weight because <laughs> I eat frozen meals that are super tiny. But, hey, if you want to sponsor us, though, uh, Nutrisystem, KSR ads at KentuckySportsRadio.com. Hey, whatever happened to our uh, – our sponsor last year that would always give a shout out, maybe sent donuts or something. Wasn't there a show that oh, was it Cobra? Oh, yeah. Lee Corso, right? Uh, was it Lee Corso? No. Was it? Yeah, it was Lee Corso no, where they did the no. fan pick It was, uh, it was, uh, was the, it no, it was, it was uh, Lou Holtz. Lou Holtz. Lou Holtz. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He sent donuts. No one sent us donuts this year. What about Cobra? Have we heard from Cobra? Cobra, no, we're not big in Japan yet. He's still working on it. What was this? I hear you've had dealings in China now. Like that was uh, I'm just Mr. Worldwide. Are you buying Greenland? <laughs> <laughs> I have a woman in China who we have some business. We have a business relationship. Are you getting married in China? <laughs> no. Did you buy a Chinese person? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> what is going on? That's a no, hell of a way girl, to save money girl, on a wedding. No. My girl Rose in China. She's getting all kinds of KSR shoutouts. Speaking of wedding, did you uh, get a venue? We looked at one. We did not agree to it. Oh, so you first step, though. It's almost like your first open house. Well, I picked the date, and I feel like I should just be done. Like, you got the rest. Pick the date. What more do you want from me? I'm exhausted from looking at the calendar. <laughs> you do everything else. You did settle on a one, though? Yes. What April, about my, April Fool's Day. What What's about my idea of doing it in Kroger Field so all of BBN can come? That, that's that's not probably happening. not going to go over well. Also, I saw an engagement at Kroger Field before the game. A proposal. Well, look at that. That happened uh, during the spring game, too, remember? Yeah. Yes, this one was a little bit more low profile. Did she say yes? She said yes. That's it good. It was Lincoln and Courtney. And he he didn't do it like, obviously, he didn't do it on the Jumbotron with a lot of it. But he did it like, you know, when like you all would go out in the field and, like, like you're getting your kicks in, you're throwing some early passes, just your early kind of jogging yep. around in shorts. He did it then when there were only a few people in the stadium. And I, I w- personally, I would have waited till the fireworks, but I think he was so nervous that he just like was like, "All right, I got to get this over with." Yeah, I heard that. It's even though like 
you know she's gonna say yes. It's still just the worst, you know, nerves slash anxiety. I mean, ever. you're the only one on yeah, this podcast who hasn't done it yet. Yeah, is there a listener out there? You know, maybe want to go on a date. Ooh, <laughs> we could have a KSR football podcast date. Bachelor edition. We'll pick it for them. Oh man, no. This is an off season. This is happening. Chuck, do not get a girlfriend during football season. Okay. It, it, ignore cuffing season. We're going to have speed dating with Charles Walker. Speed during dating. a podcast. Yes. And so and we'll basically be the play-by-play while you, all, while you go on your speed dates. That's happening. I don't hate it. I've been to speed dating. It is awesome. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Tell us more. When, where, and why. Well, hopefully Abby's not listening to this. Yeah. This was how he met Abby, actually. No. Uh, <laughs> I had a friend – He's from Scotland, but he was flying to Lexington from Russia. He was like all over the globe. That that's quite a classic. And I was at my th- friend did the same thing. I was at Thursday Night Live, <laughs> and this woman came up. She's like, "We need one more person for speed dating. We're short. Will you do it?" I was like, "No," but I have this friend who's about to land at the airport from Russia, and we'll just throw him straight in it. So he Ubered from the airport. I'm like, oh, hey, man, good to see you. Welcome to Lexington. Speed dating starts now. And then I end up going through it. They had another one back out, so I did it with him. And it is amazing. Everyone, if you're single and you're listening, find speed dating and go do it. Because it's amazing in the sense that it's very awkward and terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we had five minutes with each person. That's it's too just, long. It's That's just too so, long. Uh, it's so uncomfortable. You're just looking at each other. And even if you're like, yeah, this isn't going to work, you're still just, you have to sit there for four more minutes. You just oh. move to the chair to the left. So, yeah. like, you you could be eyeing the person that's, like, about to come to you. Yeah. Five minutes does seem like. That's too long. And with his Scottish accent, he was a hit. I mean, he was, <laughs> all of them wanted him. But I highly recommend it if you like awkward uh, situations. I wonder if it's, like, if there's if you could still find speed dating like it, or if Tinder and Lyft just took speed dating out of business. I don't know. I haven't Did been you searching. say Tinder and Lyft? Is a Lyft? <laughs> <laughs> Did yeah, you just get in a Lyft? Speed dated? No, I'm Lyft driving tonight, so I can't. Okay. Oh, well, I thought no. he was suggesting you should drive for Lyft, and that's how you meet people. Yeah, that's a perfectly that's great way to meet ways. new people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why not? You know. <laughs> Actually, you might be honest. What I wonder is if an American accent in a foreign country has the same effect as like when. No, nah, I think country. it's opposite. I think it's like oh, this person's thing. So it's a lose yeah. lose. Yeah, I, I've never. Have, have, have you all been in another country? I feel like no. They Americans not well liked. Africa is out of the country, just so you know. I know. I went with UK. Yeah, oh, I did, remember you did, you did that. Did that the, yeah, I did that. The goodwill trip. How awesome was that? Crazy. Changed my life, 100. percent Really? Like that yeah, profound? Yeah, dude. It's a did whole you go world with? over there. A whole different world. I went with uh, Marcus McWilson and uh, Alex Montgomery, and uh, Jason Schlaffer. Shout out to Jason Schlaffer. Yeah. He takes them every year. He uh, has adopted a bunch of kids. I say a bunch. Like he's got like three. three I don't know a bunch. <laughs> it's still me. a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. 40, he has forty-two. Kids. Yeah, and he makes two trips. So he takes like the football, three players from football, and then he takes like twelve people from all the other oh. UK athletics boys. Well, that's and, really cool. Boys and girls. Yeah, it's crazy. Now, did you all like? I know this year they're big thing. They went to a town, like a village that's in a landfill. Yeah, yeah, we went there too. You went there too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I I don't know if it was the same one because like apparently it's called Cora. Yes, Cora. They went to Cora. But it had collapsed. The landfill like had a landslide. So you were there right after the landslide. I was there before the landslide. So th- okay. So we th- met. We went and saw people with leprosy. Don't see that every day. Apparently, it's not contagious like they used to think. 
It's pretty wild. Dude, it was crazy. Like, I, you can't even put it into words, you know. Probably like, gave you a new appreciation on uh, your life. Yeah, I, I try not to complain as much. Yeah, but, you got a pretty sweet you know, life. Up and down. I mean, you're on the KSR Football Podcast. That's what I'm saying. It's a great life. Ten million downloads. There's a redheaded man in Lexington who has a job because of you. Ah. Yep, that's true. Very true. It's a pretty sweet life you got. He's got the sweet life. He's the one making all the money. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Pay the athletes. Hashtag pay the athletes. Oh, oh, okay. So All right, I got, I got our next segment. No, no intro, nothing. Oh, Chuck, producer Chuck. Did you want okay. it, did you want this or anything? Heck yeah. no, no, it's just pick your MVP, offense and defense. Special teams is gonna be Duffy because you know he's our, he's just the best. He's crazy good. But offense and defense MVP for Saturday. Why for Saturday? <clears throat> Do I get to go first? You go first. Well, my MVP is going to have to be Lynn Bowden on offense. I'll just uh, go ahead and take that. Okay. Why? Uh, why? Because uh, he's our most explosive player on offense. He's, I don't want to say the best because I don't want to throw shade at any of the other players, but if I had to say the best, I would probably oh, say you, the best. Just make it – just throw down the hot take, Austin. And, throw shade at the other players. And on defense, <clears throat> I'm going to go Brandon Eccles. Okay. Nice. Because – once again, every time there is a close contested pass breakup, who was it? Number 26, Brandon Eccles. So, and I think we, we need him to be locked down corner. I don't know if Felipe Franks can really spin it. Like, no. <laughs> Not he like can't. Sawyer Smith. He can't. But no way. I just hope we get a big sack on him. Just, I think we're going to have multiple big sacks on him. That, that's why my MVP <laughs> is one JP. Nice. I yes. thought you were going to take mine. All right, I know. All right. I'm, I'm going to leave that one for you. But I think I think the reason why Pascal is going to have a big day, though, hey, Ford is going to try to establish the run, but their offensive line hasn't really paved the way for him. Well, Michael Perrine is pretty solid. He's a good running back, but, like, they've been pretty average so far. Um, they haven't, try, like, force-fed the running backs all, which I don't really know why. I, Mullen must love Felipe Franks more than any other human being in the world loves Felipe Franks because he is average at best. But I think as far as Pascal is going to be a big reason why they stop the run game before it gets started. And secondly, I, I, he had a couple big plays in that first game. I think he's going to have a couple big plays in this game as well. So he's, he's my defensive MVP. And on offense, I'm sticking with Smoke. Smoke's going to bust one, Drew. Bust, bust, bust a couple big ones. I'm going to go against you and say A.J. Rose reminds us why he's the first back. I like and it. he is the player of the game. And I'll also remind you that he's, he's I'm pretty that good fumble. at this prediction thing. Week one, I got the score exactly right at the half and after the game. Last week, I missed about three points. I had 41-17. It was 38-17. Oh, man. So and that, and we were 50, 49-yarder away know, from it. Yeah. I'm kind of on fire with uh, predicting how things will go. So go ahead and give A.J. Rose the trophy for offensive MVP, defensive MVP. Mm. I don't know. It's just going to be such a good group effort. I'm going to – You got to pick one. This isn't my MVP, but TJ Carter is going to make a huge play. You're writing it down, putting it in Yeah, zone. that's my – TJ, AJ. At the end of the game, no – Is gonna, there a DJ that we don't know about that's going to come Nobody's going to be carrying TJ Carter off, the, Carter off the field. But there will be a play, and you'll be like, that's the one Drew was talking about. I think I could guess yours, Chuck, but let me write it down just to see if it's right. But you don't look. Well, you know, I wasn't going to pick someone that – or either people that you all picked, but – you left someone I, I just talked want, about. I, 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 defensive I, I one. Don't look. Don't look. I think right. I know both of his MVPs. I, I would say him. that you do. 
I mean, you definitely know the offensive one. Yeah. No, all right, big blue wall. I mean, we always overlook them, of course. They're the reason we're going to win this game. They're the yes. reason we win every game. Uh, I should have said MVP skill player on offense. Okay. I'm going to go with Amal Wagner. I'm going to go with two touchdowns. Love that. I'm going to go with great blocking on the outside that leads Dude. to a long running back touchdown. From A.J. Rose. From, the offensive from either. <laughs> it might be from Rodriguez. I don't know. No, smoke. Because so I can win. Either or. It's going to be from someone. Hey, he is really good at blocking on the perimeter. Because, I mean, he was, a big part of the, of, he was a big part of the reason the one that smoke busted. Yeah. Man, mods. See, the mod Flagner, that's played out. It's a mod Swagner. I don't care what it is. They're both pretty lame, but yeah. My defensive is going to go to. I'm kind of deciding between a couple of people right now. Oh, gosh. Well, you created the segment didn't even have your answer yeah, ready? I didn't because I'm, I'm playing off you all. Oh, okay. I'm going to go with Jordan Wright because uh, he had – he got it. Austin, oh, Austin did guess good it. Good job, Pat Austin. on the back for Austin. Austin did guess <laughs> it. You just won the newlywed game. You know, he kind of had that uh, – well, he had the play where he won, shed, shedded the tackler, and then got the sack last game. Uh, it feels like he's kind of playing into his body and he's playing into the game and we're going to need someone to step up. Uh, I think he's our guy. He's got huge upside, too. Yeah, he does. He's, he's just going to keep getting better. Yeah, I mean. You all must have gone to the game because I watched it at home, and I couldn't tell who was who. So, I don't know oh. who was making the plays. The SEC they alternate were a channel. Of, <laughs> bunch of big block people. Bro. Oh, How man. about, like, the in-between segments? They would just leave it on, like, the yeah. Jumbotron, <laughs> like, at halftime. I thought we were we as a nation were past those broadcasts, but apparently they dusted like, it off. Who are they? They're not paying anyone to watch that, like – seems like someone should have been like, all right, guys, we can put out a better product. All right, I got another segment. Okay. How big was the use of Corker targeting finally not getting called targeting because the mm. offensive player totally just almost dug his head into the ground before he got hit, and for once the ref got it right. Man, that – Because technically that's targeting. I mean, his head hit his head. Well, he – I think it was like – Didn't leave with the crown. Is that this part that yeah, saved him? Yeah, because in his, it was like his shoulder was the first part or something. Like it wasn't direct helmet to helmet contact. I, I mean, that like was there almost was something else. a humongous call. Man. Wasn't if, that if you, after the Terry Terry went down? Yes. See, yeah. I think it was like a makeup call. Like, okay, they hurt one of our guys. We're not going to make them miss another player. If he would have been out for the first half of the Florida game, they would have had to play a true freshman. That's a yikes kind yeah, of – Yeah, it is a yikes. Who? Woo. They would have played Taj Dodson or Mo Douglas in his place. And what happened in the game is – I forgot what the score was, but they put in the twos um, in MJ Devonshire. I mean, he he had a freshman moment where he just got beat, you know, on a 50-50 ball. Jamari Brown had a freshman moment the very first game when he tried to, you know, pick off a pass that was going to the wrong receiver. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want a true freshman playing in his first game against Florida at home. Right, right. I Especially mean, when you're going to be dominating this Florida team and they're going to have two three and outs and then it looks like there's going to be another three and out and some freshman goes for, you know, a, a pick and it's a long ball that's a touchdown because he busted a coverage. I'm going to just say it here first, storm the field. Just go for no. it. You, no. No, 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 no. Listen to it. You haven't even no. let me – no, 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 no. You haven't even let me say it. Boom. Storm the field. <laughs> it will be something you remember. You only go to college once in your life. Don't storm the storm field. Storm the field. I'll be down there tripping Make. people trying to storm the field. No, 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 no. This is what's going to happen. It's let them the storm thing, the field. Is where, like, half the people do storm and the other half uh, don't. You can't do that. That's why I'm saying you got to go big. Everyone no. just yeah. does it. No, we're past those days. 
That's what you do See, when you're until we you, beat number one in Kroger Field. But we that's don't, when but you we storm don't, it. We don't have that. Like, well, we, not not when, the number one team doesn't come to well, Lexington, next year Kentucky. when Georgia's playing at Kroger Field. And yeah, we but beat that's them lame. Last those seniors are going to be gone. When you storm the I'm field, you're admitting I'm not as good as you, but I happen to beat you today. But no one thinks we're as good as them. We're a nine-point underdog. We do now. No, but we do. We know we that do. Florida is not as good as but Kentucky. I'm saying if we beat Florida, we have a really good chance of going to the Atlanta. We have Cat-lana? a really good chance of going to Catlanta. Really good chance. Because if you only drop to Georgia, don't, you don't storm the field. You I definitely don't storm the field. Storm, they even ranked anymore? storm the field, make Barnhart pay. Yeah, they're <laughs> <laughs> That's a, maybe I have all ulterior that, motives. Yeah, all that checkerboard revenue. Yeah. I say do not storm the field. Absolutely not. We, the program is at a new level past the, the storming of the field. Oh, not a team, a program. Yes. We're, we're past that. That's what you do. You're admitting you're weak when you storm the field. See, you're I don't like, see oh, it I as had that. a great day. I just see it as like, oh, good night. They storm the field. No one's like, eh. If you weren't there, you weren't there. You know what I'm saying? So, win the game first. All right. Now, yeah, yeah, win the game. Now, okay. Storm the field. My, my question, big picture, because obviously Kentucky's going to beat Florida, but big picture, Austin, is how different is this team's – is this ceiling's – is this team's ceiling dramatically different with Sawyer Smith at quarterback versus Terry Wilson? I don't think so. I mean, just because I feel like our schedule is really favorable this year. See, that's the thing that is Sawyer Smith as uh, dynamic as Terry Wilson. No, but <clears throat> he can make the he can make the big throws. He might be inconsistent at time at times, but he's got good playmakers around him. He's got he's going to have time to throw. And the schedule didn't. I mean, if anything, the schedule's gotten worse. Tennessee, obviously, they stink. Arkansas lost to Ole Miss by two touchdowns. They stink. Vandy got mollywopped by Purdue. They stink. It's a lot of stink across the board, Drew Franklin. And if you were thinking that Kentucky was going to win eight or nine before, I don't think there's any reason why you shouldn't be thinking that Kentucky can win eight or nine with Sawyer Smith at quarterback. Yeah, whatever you thought it was going to be, after the way we've seen the rest of the people on the schedule play, you can probably add at least a game to your projections. I thought Tennessee we was going to be much better. We can't go 16 now, so. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> can't <have laughs> well, you can. You can schedule. <laughs> a jamboree. Uh, yeah. We'll play the Titans after the Titans win the Super Bowl. Winner take yeah. all. Here we go. But I, I had them at seven, and I bumped it up to eight at just seeing things around the league. And the court, cha- quarterback change doesn't change that for me. And I think what it is, uh, you know, we kind of harped on it early on, but I'm confident that while it is a bummer that not just losing Wilson, but Sawyer Smith had to finish summer school. So he didn't get a full spring season to work through the offense. So he, it, they're not going to be able to throw the kitchen sink at him. But Eddie Grant threw a lot of film at Todd Grantham last week. They ran the Lynn Bowden pass. They were running reverses to him. They did all sorts of crazy stuff that Grantham has to prepare for and let his team know. But all the while, Grant can have a completely different game plan with Sawyer Smith in there. Todd Grantham... He's got a lot to try to prepare for, and Sawyer Smith has enough tools to make him pay, especially if Florida guys are, are thinking too much. He can just, oh, when in doubt, let it fly, go run, under it, run underneath it, Limboden. 
And you saw what the offense was when Steven Johnson was connected on deep balls and there was a consistent run game. This team, the talent around him is better than what Steven had to work with. And this guy has won already at another level. He's won a bowl game. Not many people can have their quarterback get hurt and say, oh, we've already got a guy who's you know, won six games in a bowl game. Kentucky's in good hands, folks. And I'm excited to see what he can do Saturday against the Florida Gators. I agree. I, no one no one said Sawyer Smith is our offensive MVP because I think everyone at this table knows that we're not going to miss too many beats with him back there, and he's going to play a good game, a solid game. He's going to lead us to victory. Yeah, let's be real. If we win, he's definitely the MVP, though. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. definitely. I, in, in, and what's going to be really key <clears throat> Just is, too easy of an answer. Is if he's going to miss, he needs to miss long. Agreed. Can't be missing short. No turnovers. Yeah, that – 50-50 balls are either in our hands or out of bounds, hitting some poor person in front row. Just keep throwing it up high to Wagner. There's a couple of things that drove Eddie Gray nuts from that film. It was A.J.'s fumble. The hold, I don't even think he was that mad at the hold because the hold on Stenberg that called Smoke's touchdown back was soft. I think Stenberg got that in reputation. It was, you can call that on almost every single play. But the pre-snap penalties, the illegal yeah. formations. Hey, wide receiver, if you've got a tight end inside of you, you have to back off the line of scrimmage. Yeah, he was always a stickler on those because those are the plays where you work on them all week long and it's, hey, you missed it on Monday, we're going to correct it, and then you missed it on Tuesday and we corrected it, and then Wednesday you may have gotten it right or you may have missed it again, then they call it and then you get it wrong again and it's like, hey, we've worked on this Dude, all week long. Those are mental We've told layers. you to get off yeah. the ball six times because he's in there. How do you not remember this? This is why we lose games. And, and the, Terry, the play that Terry got hurt, Terry scrambles for a first down, would have added 15 more yards on it, but got in the wrong formation. Too many men on the line of scrimmage. And it just it kills you. It kills you. They had two illegal wide receivers on field because they were covering up tight ends. And that's just that stuff that they're going to – so if you take care of the ball and you eliminate the, the dumb penalties. I know you're going to get some trash-talking ones. I, I don't – you know, they stink, like Smoke had a bad one. But, like, I don't even mind those. And I actually kind of like the, the Cash Daniel stare-downs at midfield. Like, yeah, he's crazy. Is, are they going to fight before the game starts? He better put his helmet on if they <laughs> do do that. <laughs> I think I – think No, more FaceTime without the helmet. That's true. He That's why he keeps it all. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he knows what he's doing. He yeah. knows oh, that yeah. camera's there. Oh, yeah. I'm going to start calling him the Undertaker when he does that hair flip. They actually brought the Undertaker in a game day, too. It's kind of weird hearing him talk, though. Yeah, I, I wasn't a big fan of that. Yeah, I mean, it was cool it's that he is. It's kind of sad because he looks old, but he still does his hair jet black. Yeah. Still wouldn't fight him, but. No, no. But still, I'm, I'm all for the trash talk. Uh, but maybe a pregame fight on Saturday. Definitely a pregame fight against South Carolina. That's, Why? Because I think they kind of hate each other a lot now. That's like yeah. a rivalry. Well, they now. should hate us. Kick their ass every year. Yeah. Suck it, South Carolina. <clears throat> No, suck at Florida because we're coming for yeah. the yeah. this weekend. Are we when, gonna, whenever you, if you're with me, knock on wood. Uh, whenever you post right, this, make the, make the title say just suck at Florida. Suck at Florida. Okay, I will do that. Uh, are we serving Gator here uh, before the game? We yeah. did last year. I, I don't know if that's still the plan. If we can, if we can get it delivered up. They, you yeah, last year to, I caught it myself, and I haven't had time to get out and get it. Yeah, busy week. you got to find the wedding venues. You know? Wedding venue, car accidents. It's been a busy Whoa. week. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. But Drew's glad okay. It's all good. Okay. Uh, yeah. Car actually looks like it wasn't messed up either. That wasn't my car. My car is in pieces. 
<laughs> is it the same car? Looks like the same car. Uh, I'm driving driving uh, Abby's. I don't have a car anymore. Oh, thoughts and prayers to your I car. I have a moped for sale if you're you know if you're looking. Oh, well, okay. We'll talk after the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, you'll go downtown with your uh, like Macklemore. We'll be R.I.P. Drew Franklin if you give him that. Yeah. It'll be um, Dunzo in a week. I uh, I know that it is going to be crazy at KS Bar beforehand. Pre-game shows at three. With. Steven Johnson filling in Steven for Johnson's Ryan Lemon. Steven Johnson's going to be there? Oh, man. That's going to be perfect. Yeah, that's we, a good We get. traded one Ryan Lemon for one Steven Johnson. I mean, I don't even know. Is that the greatest trade of all time? Oh, I'm going to be there, too. And you'll be there, too. Oh, man. That's going to be perfect. Yeah, you, 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 you stop by. Just give us some I'll good stop mojo. By. Yeah, yeah, we'll be right here. We'll be hop right on in front. with us. It's going to be crazy. Um, they're going to be serving KS beers for three bucks. It's going to be a lot of fun. SEC Nation's going to be in there in the morning. Uh, the big swagoo. Marcus Spears in the house. No more Rutledge, though. Where's she going to be? She's on maternity leave. Oh, yeah. She's, she's about to have a baby. Um, instead, we get Marty Smith, who's perfect I like Marty in this spot. Not as cute. <laughs> I'm big Marty Smith guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that, is, that is factually true. I, I haven't heard where they're going to have that, Drew. Um, but I'm assuming. Maybe here. Oh, that would be wild. SEC Nation at KS Bar. I have a feeling it'll probably be by the croak somewhere. Just a hunch. They're yeah, crying. yeah, I'm sure it'll be over there. They used to, they they used to have it over in the purple lot, but now there's a baseball, baseball field stadium? there. Yeah, so you can't really have it there. Well, game day back in the day was at the library. Maybe they'll so, do it there. Yeah, maybe over there. So that'll be a, that crowd last year for SEC Nation was crazy, and I think that was about the library. And while we're promoting things, our biggest KSR remote of the year is Friday at Country Boy Georgetown. Yes. That thing gets wild. Very wild. Ryan Lemon like was hundreds shirtless. of people. Ryan with his clothes off, drones flying around, videotaping it. it it'll be a wild time. Take off work Friday. Oh, and while we're promoting things, Bourbon and Beyond's next weekend, folks. Okay. And some of my favorite acts in the music biz are going to be there. Like who? Like Nathaniel Ratliff Adele? and the Night Sweats. Oh. No, no Adele. Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats. They're going to tear it up. The Foo Fighters. They're good. I like uh, Nathaniel Ratliff. They rock the hard. Uh, Leon Bridges, a little bit smoother. Joan Jett is playing early on Saturday. Okay. The best part is that Kentucky's playing Mississippi State at 4 o'clock. So 4 o'clock kickoff, you watch the Cats kick ass in Starkville on television, and then you go watch Hall & Oates Saturday <laughs> night. What a doubleheader that, that is. That is a hell of a du- doubleheader. Make my dreams come true, Exactly. Dare I say. Yes. Uh, ZZ Top's playing. John Fogarty's playing. And somebody here is going to win some weekend passes to Bourbon and Beyond. It's very kind of you to donate those. I, I haven't looked at it, but, we, but uh, Charles, I have a number between 1 and 25. Oh, God, you're going to put it on me? Yes, I'm putting all the pressure on Charles Walker. You need to pick a number between 1 and 25. Thousands of people are oh, looking at you look. right now. I Just can't look. You're, you're basically winner, winner, chicken dinner. Who's it going to be, Charles Walker? Pick hey. a number. All right. Um, don't be afraid hard. to storm the bar hard. if you're angry, if your number doesn't I'm going hard. with my defensive MVP, 13, Jordan Wright. He's 15. 15. <laughs> wow, that's horrible. We might have to cut that out. <laughs> so, wait, which one are we going with for the draw? I don't know. I don't know. Is it 15 or 13? Split, well, now it can't be either of them. <laughs> now now it can't be either of them. Make it 14. Just this is it. the most difficult giveaway. It's just pick a number, Charles. Yeah. I know, but I don't like it. Only Charles could turn this into a 10-minute segment. <laughs> He's been go producing well today. We're going to go with eight, number eight. Number eight. Yep. Instead of 88, number eight. And number eight is, drum roll, please, Henry Peterson. Henry Peterson. You in the building, Henry Peterson? Oh, don't make me pick twice. Oh, pick again. He's in the building. He's still we'll here. Find we'll, we'll find him afterwards. It's, if it, not, it, I'll go. Exactly. But 
It's pretty. Uh, this has been a fun show. So I'm glad we got to give away some tickets. We got to. We should draw again. I wanted the person to. Start they're shouting. obviously not paying attention. Well, these dudes the have been paying attention. That's football, all I'm saying. Yeah, but, started. but the Texans are playing the Saints right now. And we have the over. We need some points. Hey, yes. if it was up to me, you know, I want the person to be here. Well, no, they're going to be here because if they weren't here, we'll draw again once What's we go for? off What's this Bed, there. Bath, and Beyond? Bourbon and Beyond. Bourbon and Beyond. The greatest music festival this side of the Mississippi. I'm going to be there having a great time. Uh, but first, I'm going to watch the Cats continue the streak at Florida. It's the first time since 1920 that Kentucky's been 2-0 and Tennessee's been 0-2. It'll be the first time Kentucky's won two straight games against the Gators since the 70s. First time we stormed the field since South Carolina. Oh, my goodness, with your storm oh, awesome. field. Awesome, just get out of here with that. Because we're not going to need a last-second field goal from Chance Port. Yeah, they're going to win by 13. It's, in, in, in all seriousness, folks, Kentucky can win this football game. Kentucky's going to win this football. This isn't just like trash talk. Kentucky is very good from top to bottom. Last year, Terry Wilson made some great plays, but they beat him from the trenches from the first down to the last, and the Cats can do it again. They're going to do it this Saturday, and frankly, I can't wait. This has been a ton of fun. Thanks to everybody who came out here yeah. for the football podcast. And got some applause oh, there. Oh, yeah, just, just a little bit of applause. I'll take you to Bed Bath & Beyond since you can't go to Bourbon <laughs> & Beyond. <laughs> and thanks to everybody for listening. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Listen to all of our podcasts that are going to be coming out throughout the week from Free Money, 11 Personnel, Source Day. There's a ton of them. And come see us before the game Saturday. It's going to be rowdy here at KS Bar Grill. Go Cats. Beat the Gators. And peep the technique. Let's